This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today in Watching Your Wealth, five steps to feel more financially confident. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Stacy Francis is a financial advisor and founder of Francis Financial. Welcome back, Stacy. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to have you. So most of your tips are geared towards women, but I want to point out men can use these too. These are very great tips that I think anyone of any age and any sex could use. So I don't want to have the guys stop listening. Keep listening, guys. But Stacey, you've seen some women lack financial confidence. I'm sure some men too. How come folks are lacking confidence, would you say? You know, it's interesting, about 92% of women say that they'd like to learn more about savings and retirement. And so what I say to men and women is to do it. Um, The biggest reason why we're nervous or anxious about our finances is because we don't know enough. Think about it the first time when you sat behind a wheel in a car. It was your first driving lesson. I remember myself, I was sweating bullets. And needless to say, my hand was shaking too. But now I don't even think twice about jumping in the car. It's the same thing with your money. The more you know about it, the more you practice at getting savvy about it, the more comfortable you're going to be. That's a great analogy. I love that. Super smart. So our first step that we need to take is to educate ourselves. So how can we do this? You know, there are so many wonderful opportunities. Listen to this podcast, right? That's very important. That's a really easy, quick way that you can get sound bites, nuggets of really valuable information. There's also great books, webinars out there, workshops, seminars. Really, the the opportunity for you is endless. And if you want, um, also even hire a financial advisor. But make sure that you visit NAPFA, N-A-P-F-A dot org, NAPFA dot org, to find a fee-only advisor, an independent advisor who you know is going to work for you. You said automating can also help us become better with our money. Tell us about that. Automating is the key to success. And if you are automatically putting money away from your paycheck on a weekly or biweekly basis, you're going to find that over time, your wealth is going to accumulate. On the other hand, if you decide to write yourself a check into your savings at the end of the month with what's left over, I have to tell you, at least in my bank account, I'm going to spend it. And just like a dive of chocolates, if they're on your desk, you're going to eat them. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with money in your account. So most importantly, automate it, forget it, and that money's going to grow for you over time. Yeah, and it's amazing how quickly it does add up over time. You you don't even really think of yourself as an investor, and then all of a sudden you have this 401k 10 years later, and you're like, wow, okay, I guess that is the power of compounding, the, the power of the market at work. So that can be a very good thing. Budgeting is another one of your tips. And I got to say, that sounds so simple, but so why would that help us become more confident? You know, budgeting is all about understanding where your money goes. And there are some fantastic tools that weren't around 15, 20 years ago. In fact, I have to say that budgeting, the B word, which we all kind of snicker and don't like, 
has become kind of a sexy thing to do. And there's some fantastic softwares. In fact, one of them, Mint.com, one of my absolute, absolute favorite for you to use. And it tracks your spending. Goodbudget.com is also fantastic, helping you understand how much you're spending on those Starbucks out. And most importantly, spending your money consciously. You know, for me, spending money on Starbucks is really important. In fact, you don't want to meet me if I have not had (laughs) some type of caffeine in my system. But there are other things that I spend my money on, like taxis, that, to be honest, don't mean a whole lot for me. So figure out what you important, what's important to you. Spend your money on that. And get rid of the stuff that's not so important. Helps you get a better sense of what's truly important and what your priorities are. Another step to get more confident is to invest. So wondering where to start, because some folks may just feel overwhelmed by this. A lot of people feel very overwhelmed, and 82% of women are, are active in managing the household finances, um, but that number actually plummets when it comes to making investment decisions, long-term decisions about their savings, about retirement, college savings, and so it's really important as you get savvy that you think not only about your budget, but you think about where your money is going and how it's working for you. And a good thing to think about is, you know, what kind of attention do you want to give to your portfolio? Do you want a portfolio that's going to act like a Lamborghini engine? Or do you want a portfolio that's going to have the engine of those? Do you remember seeing those little Barbie cars? I remember growing up, little Barbie cars where there was like the three-year-olds that were in it driving about, you know, Mach negative one zero. Do you want that kind of engine for your portfolio? The more attention you spend on your portfolio, um, the more it's going to grow for you. So maybe a first step is just... Investing in your company's 401k if they have one and doing it up to the match and whatever, you know, 3% or 6%, whatever your company is offering, dipping your toe in the water that way and then going from there. Exactly, Veronica. That's the best place. It's automatic. It's going to come out of your paycheck. It's going to grow over time into your 401k. And once you've maxed that out, open up an IRA, max that out, and then even open up another account, a non-retirement account. So there are so many great vehicles. There's no excuse. And investing is not rocket science. It's really not rocket science. And there are great organizations out there that can help you learn. Vanguard is one. They have a great investment tool there. Um, Schwab has another fidelity. There are some great investment houses that can help you get savvy. Stacey, we need to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'd love to hear more of your tips on how women can become more financially confident. Join the Wall Street Journal at the Future of Everything Festival on May 21st to 23rd in New York City, where diverse global newsmakers share unique perspectives on navigating a changing world. Immerse yourself in live performances, explore pioneering technologies, and indulge in the city's inventive culinary scene. As a podcast listener, enjoy 20% off current ticket rates with code PODCAST. Visit wsj.com slash f-o-e-f podcast to secure your spot. For more insights, enable the Wall Street Journal skill on any device with Amazon Alexa. Get all of our podcasts as well as the latest news and market updates. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. We're back with financial advisor Stacy Francis, who's giving us tips on how women can become more financially confident. Now, one of my favorite tips from you, Stacy, is to negotiate. Tell us why this is important, how we can go about doing this. Really, really important. Know your worth. 
and increase your earnings by asking for a raise. The problem that a lot of us have is we just don't ask. But if you have educated yourself about what is being paid in your industry, you've compiled your list of achievements, and you've actually been a star performer, or at least on the way to being a star performer, there's nothing that should be holding you back from walking in and making your case for a raise. The worst that can happen is that you get a no. But I have to tell you, in most situations, you're either going to be on the track towards getting that raise and understanding what benchmarks you have to hit, or you might even get that raise right walking out that door. The biggest challenge we have is that we just don't ask. And you don't want to regret not asking, too, because then you turn inward and get angry at yourself. Like, Just put yourself out there and take that step. Exactly. And just like investing, that the more research and the more education we have about investing, the more comfortable we are with it. It's the same thing with asking for a raise. The more you understand your industry pay, understand what your peers are being paid, what your achievements are, the more comfortable you're going to be of, of making your case for, for that raise. Do you think it also helps to negotiate in other parts of your life so you get used to that process of negotiating for example, negotiating for a car or just negotiating for something small. I don't know what else we could negotiate for on a day-to-day basis, but do you think that would help? I think it would really help. Um, we, we think about even women and the percentage share women have of household tasks at home versus men, even if they are both full working spouses. Um, that's an example of negotiation. I mean, life is a negotiation when you're married. Um, but even if when you're not married, there are other pieces of negotiation. It might be with a coworker about when a, a deadline is due. It could be with a friend about where you're going to go for drinks. And it doesn't mean that you need to become a you know obstinate, strong-headed person who, who won't take anyone else's considerations in account. But it, I have to say, is really important to start to stand up for yourself because no one's going to stand up for you unless you stand up for yourself. And as women, I know myself, I don't stand up for myself enough. So it's something that I, too, am definitely working on. Excellent point. Me, too. So if you had to give us one small financial step we could take this week to get more confident, what would that one step be? That one step? That most important step would be to call up your human resources at work and get more information about your 401k. If you're invested in it, great. Get information about the investment types there are and what you're actually invested in. If you're not invested, get that information, the application to get started, and get going with that. That is the number one thing you can do today that's easy, that's easy, that can put you leap years ahead as far as getting to your financial goals. Great tip. And you can do it. We believe in you. You can do it. Thank you so much for joining us, Stacey. Thank you, Veronica. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at dowjones.com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. Follow The Wall Street Journal on your favorite podcast app. Search WSJ on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and any Amazon Alexa device. The Wall Street Journal. Listen ambitiously.